Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Southeast Center 63 Podcast. We got Michael Sniffers and special guest for the Beast for the Beast Hush Podcast. What's good, y'all? Yo. What up? Duval County in the house. Shout out to uh, Freddie for making a trip to the West Side. We're going to talk about that, but <laughs> had to get right real quick. Yeah, man. Shout out to the West Side. <laughs> North Side forever, though. You know. And so we're going to start off like usual with the worst treat of the week. It comes from Stu at alumni underscore Stu. He said, if your girl's in the sports, you got to like whatever team she likes. If they likes the Titans, then I'm going to like the Titans. Like, not love, though, LOL. Mm. So, we come on, man. man. Yeah, we're not doing that, man. Where are your balls at, man? Like, if, if I'm a Lakers fan and my girl is a Celtics fan, then, you know, we can't be together no more. We got to break up. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. I'm not going to be a Titans fan. Of all teams you could have mentioned was the sorry-ass Titans. They, as sorry as they are, they're still going to win probably their bum-ass division, and they get blown out by the Texans or the Patriots or something like that. So. Titans fans shouldn't get together. That's just embarrassing. Like, they should just be by themselves in shame and in private. It's embarrassing to be out in public. Damn, so Jag fans should never be together then. Jag fans shouldn't even think about procreating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we ain't even gonna we ain't even gonna talk about their first practice where y'all's franchise quarterback threw five interceptions. <gasps> Man, hey, this let me set the record straight on this shit right here. The Jags are not winning more than three games, so y'all get your expectations. And I mean, three is a good. That's a good season for the Jags. Rookie left tackle, rookie running back, sure. kind of trashy offensive line. Um, they not good at the field position game. When Blake get in the game, he gonna go forward and out, whatever. We punt the ball, they get the ball on the fifty. Our defense so good, but they get field goals. Blake gonna get them the ball. Now all this running shit that y'all plan to do, it's a wrap. You gotta pass the ball, and we all know what happened when we pass three games. Duval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three games. I'm not stupid with that that garbage. Like, man, where you? Again, stop listening to Drake. Stop doing everything these females want you to do. Be a man. Man up. Shout out to everybody else listening to this podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Apparently, it's not Apple iTunes Podcast no more. So, What is it now? It's Apple Pod, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Okay. Yeah, so make sure you uh, leave a review, rate. If you like it, give us five stars. If you don't, give us one star. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Let us know what you like. Y'all bet not leave no damn one star. Yeah, appreciate the support. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to Bad Internet L. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Adolphus Savage, who's AWOL. I don't know what he's doing. He's not at work again. So another doc check for him, you know. But it is what it is. So we're going to start this week with uh, an update on a story we talked about earlier. Marcus, give us a little uh, refresher of what happened with the uh, Texgate. Yeah, I guess it happened like two years ago. Some... Uh... 16-year-old girl convinced her 18-year-old boyfriend who might or might not have had mental health issues. She pretty much convinced him to kill himself. You know, he was going to, you know, keep the gas running in the car and pretty much suffocate himself. And he got out the car and texted her. And uh, she was just like, yo, you want, you've been wanting to die for a while. You need to go ahead and do it. So he went in and did it. And he died and went to trial. And she was found guilty of manslaughter, I think they gave her. But uh, mm-hmm. either way, she was convicted and she was sentenced to two and a half years in prison. And she'll probably Ooh. do, she'll probably do like a year at the most, I think. I don't think she'll do the, she, she's not going to get the full time. She's not going to serve the full time. 
uh, we did a podcast on it a couple months ago, really going into the case on that. But that's just pretty much the update on that. You know, two and a half years, you know, you can you convince someone to kill themselves. You can go to jail for two and a half years. Somebody need to talk to Trump as then. Shit, I do it. She got I take two years for that. <laughs> and I mean if that's all it takes to, to set this country yeah. free. <laughs> yeah, I do two years. I'm playing. Shit, CIA. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm playing. Allegedly. I'm allegedly. Front door. <laughs> I I I'm gonna say allegedly you're good to go. Shout out to well not shout out to her. Like she'll probably get off early, but special shout out to this dude. Uh they ain't put his name on there because he's probably embarrassed, but this dude about a Ferrari 430 Scuderia. I'm, I'm too broke to pronounce what this is, but mm. uh, this car cost $280,000, right? And he wrecked it within the first 30 minutes of having it. So give him a round of applause for that. The wild asshole buying a $300,000 car and not knowing how to drive it. So I'd be yeah. curious to know how much cocaine was in his system when he bought the car and when he wrecked it, because there had to be some, like a little bit, maybe like a model. Yeah. He had to have, he had to be on something. Well, yeah. the picture the picture is crazy. Like it looked like the car got blown up by like a rocket launcher, like on Grand Theft Auto or something like that. But he survived without any injuries. But man, it was one of four hundred ninety nine sold. And the thing is with with that, I don't think he was on drugs. But like I, I've test driven some cars, like well, not like that, but I've test driven some pretty fast cars. You know, for fun, because I'm broke, I'm not going to buy them, but. But if you don't know how to drive a car with that much torque, it's it's not that hard to lose control fairly quickly. So I'm not surprised that he did that. Mm-hmm. He's probably rich enough where he probably just went back and got another one. So shout out to him. Sure. Yeah, talking about broke people and unemployed people, shout out to uh, Anthony Scaramucci, a uh, former communications director for the White House, who made it at his job a whopping 10 days. You know, round of applause for him also. Uh, yeah, this... House of Cars has nothing on this uh, administration going on right now because people are in and out like mm-hmm. you know, trap house. It don't make any sense, but I it, feel like the, I feel like this presidency has ruined the final season of Scandal that's coming up because I feel like Scandal <laughs> could have been some wild craziness, but then no matter what they put on there, there's a possibility that this uh, president could do something crazier. So it's like reality is more entertaining than. A TV show. It's it's craziness. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. So I saw on Twitter somebody posted a tweet talking about, "Hey, what's the shortest amount of time you worked at a job?" I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Too bad we don't have Adolphus on here because he's had like thirty six jobs. Like, no, no bullshit. Like, he's had every job under the sun. Yeah, like for real, for real. So I was thinking, uh, let's see, the shortest job amount of time I worked at a job was." I replied to the tweet was I worked at McDonald's for one shift only only to get a raise at Zaxby's, which was right across the street. So like I didn't even pick up my paycheck. I didn't turn in my uniform. Oh, man. I ain't nuts. Oh, man. You know, I walked up in the Zaxby's that McFlurry. I'm like, yo, what's good? And they hired me back and I got the raise. So shout out to Zaxby's. Mm-hmm. Planet Boulevard was good. <laughs> yeah, I think I had the same same thing i i I worked at mcdonald's for like a whole like pay period so i worked long enough to get one paycheck but Mm -hmm. i did i did steal a paycheck's worth of uh double cheeseburgers like every after every shift i had i just get a bag full and just put as many double cheeseburgers as i could in there and just 
take it to the house. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I feel like everybody's worked at McDonald's at some point in their life. Yeah, that's very yeah. It was terrible too. A lot, a lot. Definitely did a bid at McDonald's. My yeah. shortest um, one was uh, Domino's. All, me and like my brothers, my partners had was working there, and I already knew that shit wasn't gonna last long. <laughs> and, uh, we was just young and wild, and uh, that shit, it lasted for like two weeks, something like that. But you know, it, we was like, so I don't know, it was like, damn, we got fired. You know, we didn't give a fuck, really. <laughs> oh, wow. It was young, this is young, you know, this is like. I mean, it happens, man. So shout out to everybody holding down a fast food job. Uh, definitely set your expectations higher. Don't, don't think that's the. Uh, the limit for you is just stepping stone, but do something better. Fix the ice cream machine. Jesus. Nah, man. You should be eating that at McDonald's anyways, man. Shout out to that girl last week at the worst food. We talking about McDonald's, the best food or whatever she was saying. She is definitely awesome. GMOs destroyed her brains or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. She's tripping. Rest so. Moving on. I saw a story online that really caught my attention. It was about this guy named Steve Furtick from Charlotte, North Carolina who apparently is uh, one of these mega church preacher guys that a lot of folks mm-hmm. enjoy. Not, I don't enjoy them particularly, but you know. So they, they put out a, a story about this guy signing a six year, $110 million contract. <gasps> and it, he did a two hour television special event and they called it the Holy Decision. <laughs> so they did it. Decision. Oh my gosh. So, you know, like, I'm like gonna take my talents to Houston, you know, join up with Joel Osteen's legendary squad. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like huh? real life? Yeah, and if you don't know who Joel Osteen is, he's like a motivational motivational speaker, like mega preacher guy. Yeah, his his church looks like it is the Dallas Cowboys Stadium that's filled up with mad people. So yeah, he he definitely uh, this guy uh definitely signed a six year hundred million dollar deal to be a preacher, I guess. $18 million a year. Well, yeah, over like $18.5 million a year to be out here preaching, spreading the word. And spreading the gospel. The gospel is priceless. Shout <laughs> out all the people that are pulling up in Hondas and, and hoopties, and he's probably flying off in a helicopter or whatnot. But. Yeah, he lands his private jet in the back, in the back landing pad, and then yeah. rolls in there in the Rolls Royce <laughs> or something. Now, now, upon yeah. doing more research, we determined this story was fake news. Facts don't matter. Yeah, it's definitely not, yeah. definitely not true. But it was funny because, like, it was uh, – it, it, it's funny, but at the same time it's sad because there are preachers out there that do manipulate their quote-unquote flock. Let's say, like, a uh, like a Creflo Dollar who was trying to get his uh, flock to purchase him a jet so he could s- spread the word better. <laughs> oh, like, man. <laughs> yo, like, if your preacher has the, na- the word dollar in his name, that, that's already a red flag. Yeah, that's yeah. that's wild that that's his actual name, and then he's actually that's, a preacher asking preacher for money like, with that name. Uh, but he got it's such a dope name. If he was a rapper, if he was anything else beside a preacher, like that would be the best. In my, I mean, if that's his real, if that's his real name, like he was born Creflo Dollar, like that just sound like that sounds like a pimp name. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, amazing. Pimp, amazing. Pimp, preacher, they, rapper. So they all con men. That's one thing about about pastors. Uh, they're con men. Other con men notice that they are. They look at pastors. Both of them got a wink in their eye. I mean, 
pastors are not out here blindly doing this to people. You know what I'm saying? Like they have this, um, some people be believe in it, some people don't, but you know, this imaginary thing that uh, they can use, this product they can use, you know, Jesus, God, whatever, Buddha, whatever religion you believe in, this is the product I'm going to sell you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, that, that whatever product you believe in is giving me messages to deliver to you. You know what I'm saying? And you give me your offerings, your blessings, and you should want the pastor to be rich. You should want them to have these things. And we grow up in these mindsets. And I mean, the last church I went to, very last one I went to, nigga had a calculator on the table. You understand? Like counting the shit as it come in. And if he ain't got enough, he he like, God said somebody in here got a hundred dollars in their wallet. Like, nigga, I, I promise you, it's real <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's amazing. I should have been a pastor. I'm out here struggling. I got to pay rent. I should have, if I could just talk people out of cash, if I could just sell you something, you know? Yeah, that, that is definitely the thing. Like people, <laughs> preachers are definitely like, they could be common or they can definitely be best sales people out here. They will sell, yeah. you know, their whatever religion that it is that they're selling, they will sell it to the best mm -hmm. of their ability. And it's crazy that a guy named Creflo Dollar is going to convince you know, your broke Legit. ass, convince your broke ass to give him money and convince you that it's a blessing for you, even though you're giving him money. Like, Amazing. I, I, like he's over here driving, you know, Mercedes Benz and Ferraris and drive, flying private. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. you got to go back to your second job, you know, <laughs> with, right. your, with your three roommates, mm -hmm. but you, you're going to get blessed by Creflo because Creflo said so. That's kind of like, damn, man. It's almost like he's he's preying on people that are in desperate situations, and they just yeah. some people turn to religion to you know turn their life around and get out of a slum or whatnot. And then yeah, there's and respect to those that do respect to those that do because I, I know how hard it, it be out there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people grab onto religion because that's the only thing they have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This, this isn't something I'm not I'm not trying to like you know shit on people that believe in. You know, a higher power, whether whether it be God, Jesus, Buddha, whoever. I'm not yeah. trying to say that they're dumb for doing that. My my thing is that the people that are taking advantage of those people who really yeah. believe yeah. and have faith in something in something bigger, and yeah. you see that, and you're just like, yo, I can take advantage of them. I can, yeah. I can, I can work that person. What's the difference? What's the difference between a preacher, or a pastor like that, and you know, a pimp seeing a a 15 year old girl that just got kicked out of her house that has a low self-esteem and she's and he's like he's looking at her like oh i can i can turn her out i can, I can yeah. get money off of that that's that's it's kind of the same thing yeah his name is creflo augustus jo dollar Jr. oh my god augustus come on man <laughs> dollar Jr. so definitely he's definitely born to do this I think you have to be it. famous with a name like that, dude. You like, got to make you, it. You have to make it. You got I, to. I mean, how many Creflo dollars you see just, <laughs> you know, uh, riding down Moncrief on the Avenue B? Or how many Creflo dollars you running into in the world? Nah, he, name, you you got to do You got to do something. Now, he's so, a junior. I want to know what his dad does. I'm, I'm curious. If his oh, dad, shit. It's a family thing. Like, his daddy got to be a pimp. Got to. Yeah. Got to be. All the way. Car man, all that. The pastor I'm talking about once in mid because he's from New York and he told us he would like he told us flat out. He was like, yeah, because when I was running in the streets in New York, you know, I was a con man and I felt like I was the only one in that audience who heard that. And I was like, what? Uh -huh. Did y'all hear that? 
Like he just admitted that? Like for real, for real? Like he has the skills of a con like he's admitted to you, I'm a con man. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm in here preaching you the word of God. Cause God changed me from all that. He changed my life. And now I'm not a con man. I'm delivering you the truth now. Make, make sure like, I can go ahead and pass that plate around. Go ahead and pass it. <laughs> yeah. hey, We're we going to pass the plate around. If you ain't got no cash, I mean, we got an ATM in the back if you want to get some yeah. money to put in the plate. Yeah. So what y'all think about this, the, the, the prospect of when churches pass the plate around or when they make everybody stand up and go to the plate? Because when they do that, it's almost like you shaming the people who are mm -hmm. not standing up and going. Yeah, and I, then like people see what you carry into the plate. So it's like, hmm, I want to put... A twenty. I don't want to put a dollar up there, but they passing the plate around. You just like shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, might put some quarters in that motherfucker. It, it, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't seen people like you know they pass the plate around. People can you, you can make change if you want to. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't gonna walk up to the front of the church, put your hand in the bag, start digging around for tens and fives. You can make. <laughs> you got to be really out there to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's, I don't know, man. So. Be aware of what's going on, man. If that's, if that's what keeps you going every day, you know, that's what you need to get you through the week, get you through the month. You yeah. know, God bless. Anything to keep you grounded and rooted and not, you know, shooting up sure, your workplace sure. or whatnot, God bless. But there should be no reason I go to a church, which this has happened, where you're in the church for an hour and they pass around a collection plate before they crack open the Bible. Like, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And if a pastor presented it like, I am going to present you the word of God, something you believe in, and you're going to pay me for my services. I'm going to present a choir to you. I'm going to kill, I'm going to put on a show for you. You know, so I'm going to give you this praise and worship and you paying me like you, you can believe you're paying God, but, but in reality, you are paying me. You're paying to come see me. I'll probably go to that church. Well, I say, you know what? Shit, fuck it. Be right. And just to, to expound on that a little bit more, I never really understood that whole thing. Like, I'm like, so do the pastors have like a second job or because like, how do they? No, nah, tax free. Um, one day a week, like go, the government funded. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how does how does that work? Because like, I know, and, and when I really like, I knew it was kind of scamish at, at some points, but I had a barber. The dude cut my hair was talking about, hey, and Adolphus knows the story. I wish he was here. This dude was like, yo, I'm going to be a pastor. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, don't you have to have a degree or something to be a pastor? <laughs> He's like, nah, all I have to do is go. I'm going to Alabama for this conference for a couple of days. Then I can start my church. I was like, I'm like, bro, you're a barber, dog. Like, how can you just be a pastor? And then he Man. was like, oh, yeah, you know. You know, I think my flock should should support me to the tune of at least seventy thousand a year. I'm like, Oof. Yeesh. how how does Oof. that how does that work? Like, you, get a flock from, man. <laughs> you know, they get you know they get uh, government funds um, for their church, like for their buildings and stuff like that, and they're tax free. Like, they don't get taxed on what they make. You know what I'm saying? So, like the church, church is like all cash, man. Like as much cash as you see going in there, plus the government funded with their buildings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's where that doctrine kind of comes in. Where maybe you kind of need a degree if you want to get the proper funding. But um, and I don't know that for a fact. I'm just that's some ghetto shit I'm doing right there. Yeah, I mean, if um, you're if you're a good talker, if you're good with like convincing people, and yeah, you know, really a good storyteller. 
Mm-hmm. You can make money doing anything, like literally Real. doing. You can talk your way into any job. <laughs> see, right. see, see y'all's president. My thing is like he he was really trying to. He was doing it like he was starting a small business. Like he'd have little meetings at uh like restaurants and stuff. Like now his presentation mm-hmm. was terrible. Like I would never go to his church. Just off of the the way you tried to sell it, I'm like, this is terrible. Like he had little bootleg folders. Like it wasn't typed. I was like, bro, are you serious, dog? Like, then he keep calling my phone. Like, it got to the point where I had to stop going to the barber shop. I had to find different barbers. I was like, bro, I can't, I can't be dealing with this, dog. Like, this is embarrassing, man. And then I ran into him at the shoe store one time. It was mad awkward, but it is what it is, dog. Like, yeah, I finna, you're not finna finesse me into funding your church, dog. And, and I'll never understand, like, even with the Crefco dollars and stuff, like people that read the Bible and whatnot, like. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to help people, you're supposed to uplift people. Like, how can you, in good conscience, go home to your mansion when, like you said, you have people in your flock that are struggling? Maybe they can't pay the rent this month. You know, the kids aren't going to school with the proper, you know, clothes or backpacks, and you're jumping in your Bentley to go go to your mansion. Like, how does that? How how in your head is that acceptable? I mean, you're assuming that some of these people have a good conscience. Yeah, but they want to leave the church and talk talk reckless to people who weren't there on Sunday when, you know, they possibly were in the club the night before, you know. How was she going to get that money? By any means yeah. necessary. You shame the yeah, people they that, You shame those people that weren't there last week to come back next week and make sure they bring their money and keep on shaming them if they keep missing out until you get all their money. Look how many pastors get caught in, like, sex scandals and, like, fucking women in the church and fucking kids and like this shit is some like daily shit. The one pastor who was down here who came out against gay people found out he was in a damn gay relationship. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like a week later, found out this motherfucker was in a relationship uh, with another man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you preaching against it so hard the week before. You know, so it's like I don't, I have no, I don't have faith in any pastors. Maybe it's some good ones out there. Hey. You know, maybe it is, but I just I don't have faith in any of them. You know, so I'm at that level with uh I mean pastor. it's it's few and far between, man. Like if you could find like when I was younger, it was more of a tight knit group. It wasn't like a huge mega church, it was more like a family atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that's cool, but where you have yeah. to like make a reservation to get to the church, you know what I'm saying? Like when there's valet yeah. parking at the church, you know what I'm saying? Like when your church is yeah. W2s and shit, like nah, that's yeah, that's not yeah. what it's at. You're wearing your Sunday best not to make yourself feel good, but because you know you're going to be on TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving off of that, speaking of us, us, us black folks, uh, shout out to the state of Missouri for being the place for black people not to be. They're essentially saying there's a state in this country that black people might not want to go to in the South. Which That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, damn, a state in the South that might have racism or cops killing people can't imagine that happening. So shout out to them. What else? I mean, it's wild. It's it's not wild to think that that is possible to happen. It's just wild that they actually went through the process of like filling out mm. the paperwork and it yeah. getting approved and approved, it yeah. being a thing to where like, hey, here's this paperwork that we have. If you're black and you're going through Missouri, either let somebody know that you're going through there. or don't go through there or if you absolutely have to go there make sure you have bail money because 75 percent of people that are black that are driving are going to get pulled over and that's 
from the attorney general, 75% of the people that get pulled over are black. So if you're black, I mean, good luck, yeah, man. Good luck. And they, they've had a lot of, they have, a, they had a lot of issues up there. I guess, uh, students at the university of Missouri have been being called racial slurs. A guy that owns a barbershop, he had dyed oh, nigger. Yeah, he had dyed nigger spray painted across his windows. Um, mm. There was a guy he drove, he was just passing through and he ran out of gas and he was arrested, not charged with a crime, but ended up dead in his jail cell. And probably the most damning thing about uh, Missouri, if you're a black person, is that Jason Whitlock is from there. So there's also that. Oh, that put I forgot all about that. Fucker. <laughs> that put the cherry. If this was a cake, that would put like the Jason Whitlock is the cherry that sits on top of the cake uh, of Missouri. But I mean, inside of all of uh, the states in the South, you have these little small towns, these little small cities. Uh, you know, Missouri's like you can go to those small sections, even right in uh, Nassau county or something like that a um, bunch of these counties out so you know out in the woods out in florida like you go there you it's a good chance you're gonna get pulled over like um i can remember going to callahan i worked a night job so i would have to pull up in that bitch two three in the morning every night and i got pulled over every fucking night it, you know what i'm saying and i at that time i never felt i was in no real danger because i knew i ain't did shit you know, it was just up, oh, just pulling you over, like, you know, your, your tail light or something. I mean, it was just some bullshit excuse, but I was young, you know, this way before, you know, I just wasn't thinking I could lose my life at that time. This is a long time ago. So when everything kind of popped off, you know, I was like, damn, I was in some situations that shit could have went the other way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying it kind of blindly, but, you know, it's Missouri's, that shit is America, man. It's just more of them than it is of you there. And um, that's how, if, if America could have it, you know, that way outside of the West Coast, I fuck, fuck with the West Coast. The thing is, is that you could probably put a sign like that up at every airport or every, uh, like, you know, when you, you're crossing state lines, it says, you know, welcome to Georgia, welcome to South Carolina. You could put that yeah. sign there and mm -hmm. it can just say, you know, hey, if you're a person of color, be careful. Yeah. If you're Muslim, if you're gay if you're a lesbian yeah. if you're whatever you could put that on literally every state and it would be justified because there's certain people out there no matter where you go you can be like oh it's only the south that's racist oh it's you know people on the west coast are a little bit more liberal than people in the south or people in new york are not as racist it's everywhere racism is yeah. in every state there's somebody that hates your black ass and hates your brown ass hates your yellow ass <laughs> Hate your mm -hmm. gay ass, hate your Muslim ass, hates everybody. Nope. So it's like you, you can't, you honestly can't go anywhere in this country without having some type of issue, running into some type of discrimination. And it's, oof, I, 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 it's still boggling my mind that they were able to go through the whole process of getting all that stuff approved. And people were like, they looked at it, they looked at the numbers, and they're like, you know what? Yeah. You guys are right. It is dangerous <laughs> for black people to go through Missouri. Like, y'all should so do that. damn it for white people, man. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah, but, you know, you show the numbers, and they'll still tell you that, oh, you know, racism doesn't exist, you know, we're colorblind, all that jazz. You spoke about that also on a podcast. We check out our older episodes. You can get our takes on that. Just touching on the whole Muslim thing real quick. Uh, shout out to 
one of my coworkers, Miss Bird. Uh, her husband passed away, so RIP to him. He'll be going to the wake tomorrow. But we we had spoke about that, and and that's one thing that I never thought about being out from the south. I never, I didn't really encounter too many uh, black Muslims. You know, like when I was growing up, we had like one guy at my school that wore a turban, but like back then, you know, I didn't know that it was just a guy with a turban or whatnot. Like I was speaking with her, and it never occurred to me that just us being black, we have those issues going down south. But imagine being a Muslim, a Muslim woman at that, you know, with the full dress with the hijab going down south. Like I was like, yo, man, like I would, I would not leave. I would not, I'd never go down south. Period. Like I wouldn't. Like I, I don't yeah. feel safe at times, just in general, as myself. But you, you already know what it is when you go down there because yeah. a lot of people down there are not exposed to that kind of stuff. Like yeah. in this area where I live at, North Jersey, there's there's a lot of uh, a, a large Muslim community. Uh, there's a large Hasidic Jew community. Hasidic Jew community. Like most people, like you know, what a Hasidic Jew is the. Uh, I guess if you watch a TV show, I guess the stereotypical Jew you see on a TV show with the uh, the hat and the curls and the vest and the white shirt type deal like those those people just walking around like it's normal but somebody from the south that's not normal though so i could see why it, it'd be difficult even more difficult for someone like herself or any of our muslim sisters out there to go down south and kind of live a normal life because people just weird like yo like let people live their life mm-hmm. i've seen videos on twitter of uh muslim people praying and of course you know maga you know crazy white man crazy <laughs> MAGA, but I'm a Christian in church every Sunday. America. I'm gonna bother you while you're minding your own business, worshiping your own way. Because like I said, you're you're the wild Christian guy, but you don't respect somebody else's religion. Like I, mm-hmm. it's, it's just sad, man. Yeah, if you're, if you're in that kind of situation where you're a woman and you're black and you're also Muslim and you also, you know, wear the full, you know, regalia, the, like the hijab and all that stuff, you're just stacking a bunch of stuff on top of you that's going to draw negative attention. Unfortunately, like for me, I see that. I just see a woman. Some people out there with their, you know, their red trucker hats and, you know, their American flag avies, they see a woman. All of a sudden, oh, look at that bitch. Now she's black. You're just stacking something else. Now look at that black bitch over there. Oh, oh, she's Muslim. Oh, that black nigger terrorist. She got a hijab on. Let's go be, let's go, let's fuck her up. Like you're just at, you're just bringing unnecessary attention to yourself, and there there have been stories on Twitter ever since the election, where uh, Muslim women have decided to no longer wear that post election because for some reason I don't know why, but for some reason hate crimes are are on the rise. I don't know why. I don't know what why that is, but for some reason mm-hmm. hate crimes are increasing. So people feel the need for their own safety to put their religion to the side because they're afraid. And it's it's sad that that happens in this country where you, can, you can't walk down the street, regular clothes to celebrate your religion without any fear of someone driving by and throwing a brick at your head. For women, I know it's hard because for women it's hard, period. You know what I'm saying? Uh, black women in that manner, you know what I'm saying? Handle themselves pretty well. This is against the law and you Sandra Bland. You know what I'm saying? Can't do that against the police, but I mean, just in settings when you encounter like white people or the, you know, just the American, the truckers, the people who hate Kaepernick, when you encounter one of these motherfuckers in public, 
I've learned that like I can't I can't even be cordial uh with them at times. Like I have to give them a demeanor of I kill you before you kill me. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to take it anywhere, that's where it's gonna go. So let's be peaceful Americans, let's be peaceful adults and let's go about our business. Um, but I would I dream of like somebody calling me a nigger like out in public. I'd be seeing these YouTube videos and they'd be recording the people and they'd be nigger, nigger and nigger. I man, I I pray, like I've actually prayed for situations like that and they just have never come on my table. But I damn sure wouldn't have my phone up recording somebody calling me like nigger and shit like that. Um, it'd be that'd be an exciting moment in my life. I probably wouldn't know what to do. I'd be in shock. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. should I slap the fuck out of you? Or what should I do? Ooh, I'd be excited ah, yeah. thinking about it. It's almost like a blessing in disguise. <laughs> oh my god, man! Like, oh like, shit. <laughs> it's a real moment. But shoot, you almost at this point have to document it just to just so you wouldn't be in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah, true. They, like, true. Just an angry black guy. Like I said, the cards already stacked against you. That hey, you know, mm -hmm. this angry black guy just berated us and got mad, started beating us up. And probably nine times out of ten, they're gonna take their side. So man, you just gotta be safe out there, man. We close that. If you're in Missouri, be safe. Uh, don't get lost. Have your phone charged. Have money in your pocket. If you have to, you know, be strapped legally. That makes you feel a little better about yourself, but you know we gotta be out here. We yeah. gotta be out here. We gotta take care of ourselves, man. Do this fucking speed limit. I'm tired of you niggas, man. Do the speed <laughs> limit. It ain't nothing wrong with doing the damn speed limit, man. Y'all be all on my ass. I'm if it's 45, I'm gonna do 43 to 45, not 55, not 65, 45. All these damn these police that oh this nigga going 60 and a 45. Go to speed limit. Be Miss Daisy. You know what I'm saying? They still might pull you up if they can get a glimpse of your skin, but you know, stop speeding. Shit, nigga. Yeah, that, that'll help. So, uh, <laughs> on a lighter note, I know that uh, Freddie, he is a, a champion like myself of the, the big baller brand, hashtag BBB. Yes. So, yes. the legend, the god, the, the, the future of this country. Yes. The future of shoes, future of marketing, LeVar Ball. Yes. Got Michael Jordan to respond to some of his foolishness. So, Freddie, I'm going to let you take this one, man, because I know you've been ch chopping at the bit about this. But I, how do you feel that essentially a nobody, essentially uh -huh. a nobody, that, that's like me getting Michael Jordan to respond to me. Yeah, this is this is the place we've arrived with LeVar Ball. Um, you guys, when he first came out, a lot of people put him in the fool category, right? They put him in the... This is an idiot. He don't know what he's doing. And I seen the vision. I was like, this nigga is a genius, man. Like, he's a genius on accident. So, like, the whatever misogyny, all that the shit, if he says some shit like that, I mean, that's just him being him. And that's the thing about it. His, that's our uncle at the barbecue. Like, you niggas would love a nigga like that. All right? If it was just us at the barbecue, we all got a LeVar Ball in our family. That's it. So we all got an uncle, and we all love him for that. Like, we want to be around that person because they give you that type of entertainment. Now that it's in front of the world, you're like, oh, no. My uncle, now the world can see my uncle at the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? And then he's building a brand, you know, but niggas called him a fool. They call him, a, no, fall in line. Go to Nike like all these other people did. Get on the robot machine. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? He ain't do none of that. You know what I'm saying? But you called him a fool at the beginning. 
So now that he rising, now that he making moves, now that Lonzo look like he going to be a baller, you got to stick with your original opinion. But I'm here to tell you, people, I'm here to tell you, you don't. Give it up. Like, give this shit up. Like, LeVar, you have to. You ain't got to admit it now because it's still growing. I'm going to wait till his son, you know, whatever, Lonzo. I'm going to wait till Lonzo get that damn ball, and then we could talk then. Cause I already know what's gonna happen. I mean, he but, did already show that he can play. He played. Oh yeah, but nigga, but nigga, that was the preseason. Hey, I, so I'm gonna give him that. I'm, I'm gonna let him get out there and do it on the court. Cause once he do it, I, I just when I talk to people out the ball, I need all of, as many excuses diminished as I can. Man, you got Shaq making a classic diss record about you. Oh, you know whoa, what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa. Let's slow down on classic. Come on, Let's slow down on classic. classic. We're not gonna slow make down. them shacks. We're not. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out LeVar Ball, man. What y'all think, though, man? The thing that's great about LeVar Ball when it comes to marketing is that he is he's pretty much gotten tens of millions of dollars of free advertising just uh-huh. by talking. Uh-huh. Going on First Take, going on Fox yep. Sports 1, you know, yep. talking to anybody who – I bet if we asked him to come on this podcast, he would come talk. <laughs> he just needs a place to talk. But if you look at it, Charles Barkley – Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, three of the arguably the 10 best basketball players to ever play. They're mm. in the top. They're in your top 10, most likely. And they have all spoken about LeVar Ball. That's advertising. That's all that is. Yep. You keep talking about him. They're going to keep he's going to keep raking in more money. They even ESPN had an article I think Jay Billis wrote it saying like oh. it's it's time for us to stop talking about LeVar Ball. He's we're he's not good for the game. And ESPN ran with that article all over the place. But then below that article they had more like stuff about LeVar Ball. Like they just they're not gonna stop talking about this guy. The yeah. y'all are just gonna keep putting cameras in his face, he's gonna keep saying dumb shit and he's gonna keep Jay, cashing out. Yeah, man. Jay Billis, you fraud. You're a fraud, Jay Billis. Yeah. Fraud. Jay Billis who tweets a uh, Young Jeezy verse every single yeah. day. Like, come on. Yeah, man. I still don't understand. Like, there's still, there's something about that that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. Yeah. Man. Something about that yeah. don't feel right. I kind of, I stopped following him because of that. I was like, this don't feel right. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you tweet these lyrics out every day, man. Yeah, he every day. One hand, that's yeah. it. pants up with the other hand. Like, I don't, I don't know. Not feel about that. Yeah, all them like that. What's the dude who do college football? The um other the white guy, man, like Herb Street, Kirk Herb Street. He don't want the players to get paid. Like I'm so sick of these like not white people, but these powerful white men in these positions talking. I mean, these kids need to be paid, man. This shit is professional football. We finna watch Alabama and Florida State play. All of us, like it's professional football. Pay the players, man. They get paid in scholarships. I'm tired of it. And Jay Billis, that was some sucker shit. Like, throw massage in here. I'm like, damn, so he can't get paid? So you know I, what I'm saying? I hope he had that same energy talking about misogyny with the uh, leader of the free world. Because, like, come on. Oh, it can't be. Yeah, yeah. You, can't have, you can't have people in power like that. They can say whatever they want. But Boy, then... Yeah. You want to try to censor somebody in the same sense, like that. Like I said, as long as you have the same energy, I can respect that. But if you're gonna be yeah. talking about both sides of your mouth, then I'm not. I'm not trying to hear it. Well, also you yeah. have to be. You have to be worried. Not worried, but you also have to look out for people 
like the shoe companies, like the other big shoe companies that are trying to get in other people's ears to try to yeah. get this guy out right. of here. Like we got to get this guy out of here because if we don't, he might change the game to where people don't need something. us anymore. People are going to start demanding their own shoe brand. Yeah. The names on their shoes are going to like, I don't want Nike on there. I want, you know, it to say Westbrooks. I don't want them to say Nike, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So if you're a big major shoe company, you either want LeVar Ball gone or you want to be in partnership with LeVar Ball. So I think yeah. at this point, because it's still new and he's still kind of coming up and he's, he's, I mean, he's a brash guy. He's, He's not a guy to hold his tongue. He doesn't have any kind of media training. He's just a dude that believes in his kids from California that will just mm-hmm. – he's going to talk that shit, and it don't matter what y'all say. Because the, 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 the great thing about LeVar Ball when it comes to all this other stuff, Jay Billis can write all the articles and think pieces that he wants. LeVar Ball's boss is LeVar Ball. Ain't no, right? LeVar Ball ain't going to fire himself. <laughs> Right? No one, you can't fire him. Who's going? Who's going to check him? He's his own. Yep. One. And that's the beauty of being your own, having your own business. Because say LeBron James, LeBron James is the most powerful player in the NBA. He can pretty much say whatever he wants. But if he mm-hmm. says something, and Nike as a company stands on the other side of that, yeah. they can they can get him to be like, "Yo, you you, mm-hmm. you got to sit this one out, man. You can't talk yeah. about that." Because they've given LeBron James a lot of money. And they're yep. going to continue to give him a lot of money as long as he stays in line. Not say, I'm not trying to do the whole like Kanye thing where like treating them like slaves or whatever, but mm. LeBron I mean, James, LeBron, Le, LeBron James has a boss. LeBron James compared has to Lonzo Ball, he's a slave. Yeah. That's Le, how Le, I look at it. LeBron is a slave compared Le, to Lonzo. Now he's, LeBron, a he's a highly yeah, paid. He's rich. He, he's <laughs> highly paid, but Le, LeBron James still has the answer to somebody. He still has a boss. Yeah. LeVar Ball doesn't have anybody he has an answer to. If he doesn't mm-hmm. want to sign with Nike, he can tell Nike to, to fuck off and Nike can't do nothing about it. He'll still yep. sell his own shoe. Yep. And, that's, and that's why LeVar Ball ain't going nowhere. Especially, don't let Lonzo be an all-star. Don't let that happen. Don't let, he, him, too, don't let him get two kids in the NBA. Because they, they ain't ever going anywhere. Never. <laughs> I mean, I, I respect... I, you, got, you don't have to agree with everything that he says, but you have to respect the hustle. You got to respect his vision. You got to respect... You got to respect him as a father believing in his kids that yeah. strongly and pushing them that hard. Because if, if you take away all the misogyny and the, you know, being loud and too animated, you take all that stuff away and you just show LeVar Ball as he is, there's no difference between what he's doing and what Serena and Venus Williams dad did or what Tiger Woods dad did yeah. or anybody, yeah. any athlete who made it. He, he's, just, he's a regular parent that pushes kids to, be a professional basketball player to play for UCLA and play on one of the best AAU teams. Mm-hmm. As black kids, I mean, as black people, period, we don't see that shit, so we don't recognize that shit. Like a LeVar Ball, like the, the, the joy on this kid's face, especially that wrestling thing, like a lot of us can't identify with that. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo is a grown man playing basketball still under his daddy's wing. And all, and and that's a beautiful thing, and we just don't see that a lot. So a lot of people like react a weird way, like, "What are you doing? Why are those kids so close to you like that? Like, why, or why are they they not embarrassed by you? Why do they love you so much like that?" It honestly, you know? it honestly should be celebrated that there's a kid in yeah. the NBA 
who was wearing a shoe with his family's name on it. That should be celebrated. Yes, that should be something that people should lift up and be like, yo, why why can't everybody else do this? Why isn't everybody else doing this? It's yeah. it's 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 going it has the makings of being a great story. Probably ninety-nine percent of the population that don't have the, the mindset or maybe not even the mindset, the mindset, the knowledge or even the balls to, to take risk like that. And that's how you actually, that's how you make moves. That's how you grow by moving outside your comfort zone, taking risk, thinking outside the box. Like, again, Hetty probably, probably had this vision for a long time and told people this, like, oh, you know what? My kid's going to have their own shoe. I'm going to have my own shoe. People probably look at him like, hey, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> right? Nuts. But though, I mean, the same people told Steve Jobs he was crazy when he was going to make a touch phone. Look yeah. at us now. All of us have iPhones. We essentially have yeah. in our pockets. So, you know, you, right. a lot of people, you got to look past all the, the craziness, all the, you know, calling out Michael Jordan, which we all know there's no way in hell you can be Michael Jordan one on one. But you, you got to respect the, you got to respect the mindset that he can do things. He can do whatever he wants to. And he can yeah. his mind to. I, and I, that he I, don't respect it like they, they do. Like, fuck Michael Jordan. I beat Michael Jordan. I'm better than Michael Jordan. How about that? Print that. I'm better than him. And I mean, I love it. I fucking love it, man. He, he played the media, and now the media is getting upset. He played yep. them. They put a microphone in that dude's face, and he gave them what they wanted, and now, now they don't like it now. But yep. <laughs> y'all created this guy. So you continue, continue with sports. I know, uh, shout out to uh, KJ Dallas Kid. He had checked in on the video on the podcast, whatever this is. He actually edits our video. Shout out to him, holding down uh, Texas. Uh, he's a Patriots fan. So, uh, yeah. KJ, I got dirt on KJ. Let, let, let it be known. I got dirt on you. So he knows what it is. I know what it is. I'm not going to expose him to the world like that. But if he gets hey, out of hey, the pocket, there will be a video released. So let's not. <laughs> so he he asked a question. Uh, who who does he who do we think the bigger coon is, Ray Lewis or Michael Vick? Mm. I'm gonna have to go me just off the rip. Being a Falcons fan, being a Vick fan, I'm gonna give Vick the benefit of the doubt. A because he has bills, right? He lost a lot of money. He went to prison. You know, he he clearly has onset early CTE. Like they were even saying when he was playing with the uh, Eagles, and yeah, was playing with this man would get hit in the chest and hold his head. So like his brain is clearly scrambled. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got, you know, he got, he got, he got to do a soft shoe for the man and get this check. You know, he got kids, he's probably got bills. So and and he tried to clean up his statement a little bit more, being that you're trying to tell another black guy to cut his hair and to kind of tone down things to change his image, being that you're a felon. It's not even the pot calling the kettle black. It's just flat out wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Ray Lewis, on the other hand, being he's been in this game for a while, he's from Miami. He's he's been involved with the law. Also, uh, yeah, he, he killed somebody. <laughs> he's a murderer. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't yeah. want any problems. So I'm gonna give it to allegedly. Ray because like he, he's really out here. He's really out here standing behind what he's saying. Like he, like he's not from Miami. Like he hasn't been through things. Like he hasn't seen people in these situations. I, I, I don't get. It. I mean, he's I also he, he also told them to like all the off field stuff that you're doing to keep it keep it silent. Like, no, he's he's actually protesting, and the part of a the point of a protest is for it to not be silent. It's for you to let people know. 
so things yeah. can change. Like if Colin Kaepernick did all, did all this stuff in silence, there would be no change. Yeah, and the crazy thing was he was silent. Like he, all he did was kneel. But yeah, he yeah. interrupt I mean, nobody. He let y'all have y'all played. He said, "I'm gonna just chill." Well, you know what I'm saying? Si- silent in the sense where you you stand up for the anthem, but you do you do all the stuff that you've been doing, but you just don't tell anybody. But yeah, I, I feel like people wouldn't have paid as much attention to that stuff he was doing had he not taken a knee. Like that 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 brought eyes to him, good or bad, to his cause. Like people now know what. Well, I don't. I don't honestly, I don't think a lot of the people that are mad at him don't know what he knelt for. But if you do any kind of research, just two minutes on the internet, and you'll find out what he's doing and why he's doing it. But I, I would say it is Ray Lewis only because I, I know what Michael Vick was trying to do. Because like, like you said, Michael Vick, he, he, he's, he came out of jail. He's still on the forgiveness tour. No matter where he goes, he's got to be apologetic. He can't say anything out of the line. He can't say anything too militant. He just has to. He's trying to stay out of trouble. And the thing that he said, that advice probably would have worked for him when he was in Atlanta and he was on his way to jail. But giving that same advice to Colin Kaepernick doesn't doesn't work because Colin Kaepernick hasn't committed any crimes. Colin Kaepernick is not on the fast track to prison. He's not you know, throwing his life away. He's making the world better. And that's why, yeah. you know, my, what Michael Vick said didn't, it didn't apply. Like cutting his hair is not going to change anything. But for mm-hmm. someone like Michael Vick in his situation, that might have changed things as far as what he was doing. You know, Ray Lewis is just, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. Ray Lewis is going on TV shows and just getting in. Shannon Sharp pretty much pulled his pants down on live TV. Like, he couldn't say anything. Yeah, shout out to Shannon Sharp. Man. Shannon, yeah, shout out to Shannon Sharp for being real, man. Because, I mean, I don't watch that show, but every now and again, a clip will yeah. float down yeah, the timeline. Yeah, I just see his clips. Yeah, I, yeah, I, he, I mean, I, I feel like he's, he's doing his thing over there, and I, I, I appreciate yeah. them having someone over there, you know, to – I'm glad it's not just Jason Whitlock speaking – you know, quote unquote, on behalf of black people. At least they have someone like a Shannon Sharp to be like, yo, this nigga's stupid. This it's crazy. is crazy. Yeah, this, this is what it is. This nigga's fucking crazy, man. Um, I think Ray Lewis, I I give Michael Vick benefit of the doubt too. Um, and um, we was talking about it because this, I haven't seen, a, this is the first incident of this kind with Michael Vick, even though he doesn't speak a super duper lot, he do be in the hood. He was in rubber band man video. There's never been a quarterback in NFL history that's been in the trap video before, um, except for Michael Vick. So that makes him a fucking legend. But what he said, like he just got caught up in the white lights. Like he just got caught up in the, ooh, I'm finna get this white wave of, hey, just calm it down, do what I do play football and what he thought was going to be a white. And of course, white people are going to agree with this, but they never really have your back. They disagree with what you said. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if you do some fucked up shit, Bill Cosby, they're going to fuck you over. But, but um, <laughs> but, uh, I was saying with, um, with, oh, Ray Lewis, with Ray Lewis, um, he has a history, like, of, but we're not that super history, because we ain't find out a lot of this shit after he retired. But he has some years put together now 
of like, oh, you're full of shit. Oh, you with Trump? Oh, you talk? I'm actually instead of not you off the football field and you saying shit, it's not like in a football setting. So it's like, oh, I can actually hear you talk now, and you saying some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He needs to talk less. Just talk. Uh, oh, less. Yeah. and not at all, not less. less. Don't talk at all. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Save, save your talking for like motivational speeches before games or something yeah. like that. Let me try to hear that. And he, again, he, he could be a mega preacher. He has that same type of bravado, but like it's all bullshit. Like, yeah, chill, like relax. I think we're, we're, I think the moment Michael Vick knew that he messed up was say, say he went on Fox Sports One on Tuesday and said what he said on Monday. The Monday right before he went on there, there were people in his mentions calling him a dog killer, a felon. You don't deserve whatever. You should still be in jail. He goes on Fox Sports 1, says what he says about Colin Kaepernick, and those same people all of a sudden are like, yeah, y'all need to listen to Michael Vick. Vick, yeah. So when you have that moment where it's like, yo, these people that were just like crucifying me, they've been doing this to me for 10 years now they're on my side that you got to kind of look kind of look at them or even look at yourself like yo i i I might have messed up here because this yeah this ain't this isn't going right because they these people hate me and now they're you know waving my you know video around to other black people to get them to be quiet you see what happened to him in virginia tech yeah it's more the same man like i i don't know why people Again, first and foremost, man, not all football players are the smartest people in the world, so that, let's get that out of the way. I don't know why he thought that was going to change his overall, you know, wide view of perspective, damn, perspective on him, our perception of him from what he mm-hmm. did. Like, we, uh, a certain part of the population doesn't play about dogs and animals. Speaking of animals, shout out to the savage that retweeted a video of a python eating a puppy. That was Probably the wildest thing I've ever oh seen. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know that's bad, random. Like I, I, I'm pretty. I've seen some things. I was like, "Yo!" Like I thought oh, it was going different. Like you know, you see a video of like a two animals that shouldn't like each other, but they're cuddling, and yeah. that's what I thought the video was gonna be. And then the, it ain't, the, it ain't the puppy. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I was like, "Help!" What was the, oh, who was recording and what, what bruh, was the owner? I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, that's crazy. But the wrapping up the sports thing, so shout out, well, not shout out, but there's a certain website that I have blocked on Twitter that posted a picture, kind of a pre-NFL, you know, get ready for football picture, kind of a, a montage of a bunch of players doing, you know, NFL stuff. So, of course, a lot of people are like, oh, you just salty because it has Matt Ryan or Julio Jones giving Matt Ryan a Heimlich maneuver, saying that he choked. I don't like that these sports people push these narratives. There's already enough stupid people to watch sports to push the narrative that Matt Ryan choked the game, right? Cool. They lost the game. Another joke's going to go off. 23, whatever. Matt Ryan plays quarterback. He did not play any defense. Had they won that game, he would have finished with damn near a perfect quarterback rate. So I'm not trying to hear that. So off of that, the thing that, that kind of makes you mad – more mad than that because whatever gets your jokes off we blow the backs out this season we'll have our last anyway the thing that, that has me more uh disturbed is that in in the back of the photo you have a picture of one johnny cokehead woman beater manzel with a sign saying needs work 
these work. I've seen this picture. So where where do you where do you have have the gall to come out putting him in this picture? He clearly is, is some sort of criminal, a drug addict, a not a great football player. Has proved nothing in the NFL, but still y'all promote him. Y'all put him on a pedestal, not even pedestal. Y'all shouldn't be showing this man's face. But you have Kaepernick, who actually played football last year, played played, high, played well, played well considering the terrible team around him. And you're going to give Manziel the shout-out saying he needs work? He doesn't need work. He needs help. He needs rehab. He needs prayer. He needs something. But you're going to put him on this thing promoting him, essentially, promoting him when you have a viable quarterback who doesn't have a job. Like, that's mad disrespectful. And I have that site blocked. And I will not use the website because they're clowns. So, so yeah. I, I think they just, I, I, that goes to show what people – I guess that's what they think about it over at a Bleacher Report. There, yeah. I mean, like if you'd have put Colin Kaepernick up there, he'd have been the most recognizable person on that in that picture because he he has a very distinct distinct look about him. He's yeah. he's the only quarterback in the NFL with an afro. He's the only one with a bunch of tattoos. Like, but you're gonna throw Johnny Manziel? He ain't played in like two years. And last time we saw Johnny Manziel, he did not look good. So. Yeah. The chances of him getting back into the league are at about one percent. I think they're better than Kaepernick's, though. Like I think we might see Johnny get like a tryout. Nope. Before we, if, um, if, if he does it for Kaepernick. the wrong reasons, he doesn't. He doesn't. He there's for, there's no reason you should get a call, a tweet, a text. Nobody should like Colin. This like look at Matt Moore for the Dolphins because Tannehill just went down. The Dolphins should be begging Kaepernick to come, which they probably end up will. The Jaguars um, should too. Oh my god! Don't get me talking about that. Like, just well, there's a lot yeah. of quarterbacks that have been signed that like uh, I can't. I, I'm drawing a blank on the team that just signed it, but he he actually wasn't in the league last year. He was like a real estate agent or a selling insurance. He didn't even play in the NFL last year. He got brought into camp and got a contract. There's players that have clearly proven. Nothing in the NFL. Dan Orlovsky, the guy who ran through the back of the end zone. <laughs> back of the end zone. Probably, <laughs> if, you, if you make a list of the top five dumbest plays in NFL history, he's going to be yeah, in that two. top five. Yeah, at number two. It's like yeah. him, like Mark Sanchez, and the, you know, yeah. the guy that ran an interception back, like Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson throwing the ball back before he crossed the, the goal line. Yeah. And Dan Orlovsky's Blake, maybe up in Blake Bortles throwing the interception off of his um, – it bounced off somebody's helmet and off of his leg. I saw that. I did see that. That was pretty amazing, though. I was like, wow, that's impressive, man. That's impressive. <laughs> the incompetence is just on another level. Shout <laughs> to the Jaguars for already securing a top five pick. <laughs> and, and for getting uh, Justin Fournette killed. Because they're gonna his his Leonard, Leonard so short or Leonard Fournette. What I say? Justin it don't matter. Shit. <laughs> yeah, Justin Leonard. Shit, it don't matter. Ricky running back in the Ricky left tackle. People, people honestly think like this is going to work. I'm like, man, y'all have this thing. So well, and on top of that, when you're losing games, you're not gonna be running the ball. So I mean, he might he might make it. Bro, he's, he's not he's not really a three down back either. Well, they said he's got hands, apparently. I'm like, I never saw him catch a single Man. Pass. Okay, do y'all think he's better than Derrick Henry? No, no. I think I, – let's, let's talk about people in his own class. I, I've been pro – I've been team Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook is a better prospect than Leonard Fournette. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. A better prospect. Joe Mixon should have been the first running back off the board, but we, we know why he wasn't. 
I think he's tied with um, McCaffrey. I think him and McCaffrey could go for maybe that third best running back. McCaffrey. I'm, I'm racist against my running back. Sorry, guys. I don't like white running backs. I might have, I, yeah. I might, I might have taken McCaffrey for that though. I might have. I could well, see just why. Kidding, my white I just. I just feel like Fournette, though, I mean, he's a straight up and down runner. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even have the offensive line for his style. Did you see, do you know the offensive line that come out of LSU? You know, this man, Leo Collins, like, blocking for him, like, he outside of the, look at his Alabama games. Look at the games where they played people. Now, he was decent. Don't get me wrong. But if, if people expecting a rookie court, a rookie running back and a rookie left tackle to save their fourth year quarterback, I mean, Three games, people. Like, and you better pray you get three. You understand? Like, I don't see three, but maybe you can get three. Like, the Titans gonna sweep you. The coach you might can split. The Texans swell. Passed on Deshaun Jackson. People say he he look like the best rookie quarterback out right now. I mean, how long are we gonna do this, Jaguars? I guess another season. You gonna pass on Lamar Jackson next year because you don't like black quarterbacks. Another one. So, <laughs> so yeah, wrap it up. Uh, Freddie, you got some shout outs, man. Um, you know, uh, shout out to uh, my show, um, Deuce Lunch Podcast. Um, shout out uh, the committee, man. I enjoy the time I get to come on here. This video shit is pretty cool, man. And um, man, shout out to y'all, you know, people that's watching, man. Shout out. All, all one of y'all, shout out to you. <laughs> Go <laughs> 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 watch though, because you can, you can watch this back. Right, you know, but, uh, so, you know. yeah, we're trying to we're we're gonna try to set up. We can come out there and do y'all's podcast. I, I'm gonna be down there at some point, so we'll definitely set it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me know, man. Come through. Uh, come I'm sitting in here right now. I got my little fish tank over there, man. Rolling strong. Shout out to the fish. And shout outs. Uh, shout out to. Uh, bad internet else. She just had a quick question. She she said, explain to me why Amanda Knox thinks Michelle Carter was wrongfully convicted of her boyfriend's suicide. That's the, the girl that we were talking about earlier. And my only question would to Amanda Knox would be is, do you have that same energy when Philando Castillo got shot? Did you, did you feel like that was wrong also? Or are you just mm. picking and choosing for picking and choosing what people you want to stand up for and uh, fight for their causes. Is it because y'all look the same or what, what is it about Michelle Carter that you felt the need to stand up for her? And, and that's all I got. Shout out to KJ too, man. He's, he's out here living his life, man. He's out here living his life. Y'all might want to, y'all might want to chill on the Madden talk. Cause I, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling KJ you. Is garbage. KJ looked like he, he looked, he looks like he's good. I'm not going to lie. He looks like he could play. KJ, look. KJ doesn't. I've been. I've been beating. Y'all play PlayStation. I've been, yeah, I've been. Dog, I'm. I'm looking at my PlayStation right now. I've been. I've been beating Cast and Madden since KJ was wearing whitey tighties. You know what I'm saying? Like when KJ was still sucking his thumb, I was winning man tournaments. When KJ was learning how to walk, I was you know beating people by 21 points. I, bro, dog, KJ don't even know who. I wonder if KJ knows who Julius Peppers was. What kind of offense you run, bro? I. Mm, it all depends, man. Like I got to the point. Where don't, we, don't put the secrets out there now. He listening. Don't put the no stuff secret. out there. You got to the point. We played random. Like we played random teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to do that too. But I mean, but, if I have to pick one, I'd probably go with like West Coast. 
mm. or uh, run run balance, run balance or run heavy. But you know, oh. play the Falcons. I'm not one of them cheesing people who play the Falcons this year because they went to the Super Bowl. I'm playing with the Falcons for a long time, so I picked the Falcons. Don't think mm. I'm cheap. I'm playing with my team. I've been playing for years. I play with them. We're good. I play with them. They were sorry. So I want to hear no crying. You know, when you get that. I'm one. a. I'm a. I'm whenever the new man come out. You know, we gonna play. And a lot of people say they good. You know, so a lot of people say they want to. No, no, no. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I did my senior. I seen your project on that. I respect it. I respect it. But I've won a couple man tournaments myself. You know what I'm saying? Around the city. And I'm a I'm a man legend, man. Man legend. I run. This is my thing. You're not gonna have time. Whatever defensive play you pick. I hope you like it. I just, I just hope you like it, and I hope you can audible good out of it because I'm not gonna let you go back to your hood unless you call a timeout. Yeah, I need to get my boy out here. Shout out to B Kill if he's watching. I've been beating him in Madden since 2005. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fellow, a fellow Duval County resident. Shout out to you. I need to get him to come in here and talk about uh, our days at the local Zaxby's. You know what I'm saying? You know, the statute yeah. of limitation has passed, so I don't think we can be convicted for anything that happened there. So. But yeah, I should try to play one live on here. Oh yeah, oh, we already got that set up. That's that's coming. Yeah, up. yeah, that'd be dope, man. But yeah, uh, my shout outs uh, again. Shout out to uh, Miss Bird. You know, saying hold it down. You know, stay strong. Uh, shout out to L. Shout out to Lauren. Who's trying to finesse me on some damn cheerleading, bro? I know this is running long, but yo, if your child's hobby costs over. $600, I suggest you do hobby. There is no reason that, I'm not gonna say, there's no reason that cheerleading should cost more than $600. Like, I don't know what kind of scam they're running. They're almost scamming harder than the preachers out here, bro. Like, that's crazy. Like, a cheerleading squad could have 10 people. You mean to tell me it costs almost seven racks to do cheerleading for seven people? Nah. Yeah, you're right. Nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, that shit is scam. That shit is just scam. What you need to do is go to the local Walmart, Get you a checkerboard, a chessboard, and you raise you a chess champion for about seven ninety nine at the crib. You can play as much chess as you want. All the free water, all the free cookies. Right. But shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody who's listening again. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate, subscribe. Uh, let us know if you're out there. Apple, team iPhone people. You know, we appreciate the support. Shout out to the winner of the last contest, uh, Marlo Corleone. I guess he's in the mafia or something like that. Uh, shout out to him. He won our, our last contest we did. You know, he won a hundred bucks. So again, that's why we're uh, one of the premier podcasts out here. We actually get back community. So if you're trying to get with it, give us a holler. It's community podcast. We out. Peace.